two. This is your girl, Adina, Feminine Power Coach and Goddess of Magical Movement. We are here, well, I am here with an iteration of the Liberated Pussy Podcast, and we're doing a pop-in. I'm inviting my girl, Monique, to join this fun and amazing conversation. So I'm going to invite her. There she is. Um, Any of the pull from Mer Mercury Retrograde in this moment because we just tried it and we're trying it again we're trying it again how you doing how you doing i like my earring hey and then i have the sankofa on the other side hey there there's monique i'm waving to you let's see accept go live come on go 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 Okay, so hopefully it comes through. It's, um, what is this? IG is saying, hang in there. They're telling folks that we're live. We hung in there. Come on. Okay. Uh, uh, okay, let's see. Mo, is it going to let you in today? Of course it can. Oh, Hello. I think it's working. Yes, I hear you, but I don't see you. Do you see me? I do. I see you and I see me. Oh, goodness. So I just see me like it was um, the last time we went live. Okay. <laughs> A little quirky. So let me see. Uh, is there anything that I can do? Is there anything I can do? Can everybody else see me? Or can you guys, can uh, you guys see both me and Adina? Right, it's just a few people on right now. Okay. But let's go, if you can see both of us, give us some hearts, give us some hearts. Cause I see me and I hear me and you, Okay. but I only okay. see myself. Okay. Okay. How are you? You know, I um, I am, I'm, I'm in between myself. So let's, let's say it that way. Okay. Like I was walking over here and I slipped mm -hmm. and almost fell down, which was interesting. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> but I didn't, but I didn't, but I almost did. But my hands touched the ground. I was like, okay, that's interesting. Trying okay. You caught yourself. Yep. I was trying to avoid stepping on like a creature. Right. And oh, so I thought you were going to say, don't step on the crack. You break your mama's back. You yes. know, when you was little. Yeah. <laughs> Someone says um, they see both of us, so that's good. Okay, perfect. Um, so yeah, so I'm good. I'm here. I'm present. I'm grateful. How you doing? Awesome. I'm doing well. I had a really full weekend. Actually, really full week. We did the tea time, as you, of course you know, because you were there on Thursday for our Goddess Technology course, and then Friday I had a big event, my seventh anniversary with my belly dance organization, with you know my whole group of sisters and my partner here locally in the DC area. So that was amazing. And I've been in recovery since those two days, since Thursday and Friday. <laughs> you know, I worked, uh, I worked on Sunday and I worked some today, but energetically it was just like, woo. So I had to take some time to just kind of pull in 
and just collect myself. And yes. so now I'm here. Yes. So can you see my earrings? I can. I see your earrings. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't even know. I Like, I literally, it's so hilarious to me. I'm like. <laughs> and you see, so, so I got Sankofa on one side and I got wop, wop, wop on the wop. other. Yes. I yes. You know? Putting it together, we're merging these. All of it's ours. We're bringing yeah. it all together. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, so when we were here before, just a few minutes ago, what are we going to talk about? And one of the things that I feel um, I saw Rob said talk about Mercury retrograde, um, mm -hmm. and you know the, the thing the the thing that I, I would say how Mercury retrograde can benefit this. It's like where are the places in our lives where we're hiding out? Mm -hmm. Where are the places in our lives where we know we're playing small? Mm -hmm. it's, it's such an interesting thing because every human being, I believe, has, has some form of genius, some form of um, gifts and talents that are unique to them and unique for the service of their community and their family mm -hmm. and all of that. And because we've been conditioned to conform to what we, what our culture says is normal, many of us have put ourselves away in order to fit in, in mm -hmm. order to belong, in mm -hmm. order to, you know, keep ourselves safe, so to say. And the work of becoming a goddess is the exact opposite of that. You cannot you can't hide out. And it's not that you're hiding out from anybody. It's that you are hiding out from yourself. Right. Um, I feel that on that line, I just want to add this is the goddess work is, is almost juxtaposition, not even almost, it is, to what current paradigm says the female and the woman is. Yes. And so to truly do the goddess work you have to be able to stand in it and it doesn't mean you have to be on the table like normal ray or you know uh, you know shouting black lives matter but you just have to stand in your truth yes and standing in your truth means that you will be confronted with things that oppose your truth and you will have to choose and, and you still have to stand in it that's right that sometimes that means like i remember when i was married and we had this really interesting experience um, because, you know, family is a, a unit. And I used to work for my husband's godfather. Like, I worked mm. for him. And when I was working for him, discovered a whole lot of behavior patterns that were interesting. Um, he was somebody and who was... Him or the family? You know, in the in the godfather right okay. so i discovered that oh this is a man who says you know who's married but he's also doing all these other things outside of his relationship and mm -hmm. those things are not known to his wife who i'm also connected to and it got to a point in the job where it that became a problem mm. and um his his supervisor came in to interview everybody in the company and i made a decision that i was not going to lie mm -hmm. 
I was not going to say, if they asked me anything about his behavior, the choices he was making as an assistant, I wasn't going to protect him. I was going to tell the mm -hmm. truth. I was going to mm -hmm. be true to myself. Mm -hmm. And what that meant was that meant breaking my husband's confidence. That meant breaking his godfather's confidence. It meant I was going, and what I knew was that I didn't want to break my own confidence. Mm -hmm. That I'd rather be loyal to myself and be in my own integrity rather than having their acceptance and being disloyal to myself and loyal to um, this man who, who I love. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I love him, but I'm not, I don't love you enough to lie for you. Well, let me ask you, you, how did how did whatever they were asking you to do, how did it stand in opposition to your loyalty to you? Because they were asking me to lie. Oh, he was asking they me. They straight out said lie? No, no, it wasn't that way. Okay. He was being investigated at the oh, company wow. for a okay. certain thing. Mm -hmm. So they were interviewing everyone. Okay. So because I was his personal assistant. Oh, yeah. You were on the hot seat. I had all the mm -hmm. information mm -hmm. and I had to make a choice. Like, mm -hmm. am I going to protect his image or am I going to be in my integrity? Mm -hmm. And, you know, this happened a long time that, ago. This happened many, many It had years to be ago. a hard place for you, both. I'm thinking that had to be really hard. That was family, not just work, but it was work that's and right. family. Absolutely. Yeah. But I feel mm -hmm. like that's what the goddess work is. That's my mm -hmm. point. I feel like the goddess work calls you to have to stand in your truth, mm -hmm. stand on your, mm -hmm. in your power. Mm -hmm. And it was a real choice for me and it was a hard mm -hmm. one, mm -hmm. but I stood for myself. Mm. And then what happened at home and at work? Like, did you have a job? Did you have a home? Like, were you a goddess out with your stuff in a stick? You well, know what I'm saying? Eventually I ended up getting divorced. Okay. Um, was that a part of it? Um, did that add to it? On, on some level it did. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like, I feel like, I feel, yes, on some level, because mm -hmm. what I started to realize about myself was that mm -hmm. even when I, I was married, if there were things going on with my partner that I didn't agree with, I was always going to take my own side. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just not that chick. I'm not the chick mm -hmm. that's going to be like, oh, he's good. If he, you go, that's your shit. You did that. Mm -hmm. I don't care if I'm mm -hmm. married to you. I don't mm -hmm. care. So I would say that I didn't, you know, they say two become one. I, we didn't mm -hmm. become one. I was like, no, no, no. I'm not about two to became become too one close together. They was just like this. <laughs> I'm going to be the one. I'm going to be one. And, mm -hmm. and I'm going to hold on to my own integrity. Right. And okay. so it was, it was a hard choice but it was one that lets me know I can trust myself mm. I'm not gonna give myself over mm -hmm. I'm not gonna I don't sell my energy I don't mm -hmm. I don't sell mm -hmm. it I don't compromise it for and I feel like that's what the goddess work is mm. I, you know, when you said it like that, I, it reminds me of how we thought of the feminine of being off center mm -hmm. and really 
like as an accessory for the masculine. And what I hear you saying is that I'm going to be on my own square and I'm going to stand firmly there and come what may of the chips, we'll work it out, but I'm on my square. Right. Right. And how, and how do we as women prioritize ourselves, what we believe, what we need, what we feel, what, right? Because in our current cultural setup, we ignore what we believe, what we need, and what we feel. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of us, even, you know, you, you'll hear the masculine talking about women being overly emotional or too deep in their feeling. But it's like what I have experienced of the feminine is that we at times would be in the extreme of it. And we're saying you can own your feelings without being way on one pole or the other. Right. Does that make right. sense? Um, yeah, it does. Okay. Say more about that. Okay. Give me an example. Well, about that. An example is um, like you'll hear people call each other crazy, you know, like men and women will do that. They're crazy. Or, you know, are you, or maybe you hear men say that more about women or women say that more about women. She crazy. And it's like, well, what does that mean that she's crazy? Like, is she does she need mental help or is she just deeply in emotion or is has she just thrown it all to the wind and just went ah whatever and just kind of had a tantrum? She's having a a tantrum. Mm-hmm. Um, you're saying that you are firmly in your space and you have agency over your feelings and emotions. And it's not so much um, just kind of like a tsunami. It's just, look, this is where I'm at. And I'm, I'm willing to, I have, I have courage. It's like when we talked about that, the work with Tata, as we studied the Mahavidya and mm-hmm. Tata helped us lean into courage. You know, Kali burns away the stuff. And so that's Kali, that chaotic part of the feminine. And so then like the next level up is a courageous part. So that's what I'm saying. It's like moving up the line um, of feminine energy and just understanding that there's a purpose for all of it, but using it, using the chaos to get you to courage. It's it's courageous to stand on your square when folks are like, how how could you do that? Like, why would you do that? I mean, we're trying to do such and such. And you're like, look, I'm not, I I ain't agree to that. You know, right? y'all, that was y'all. I didn't even know that was going on. So no, 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 I'm not signing up for stuff I ain't signed up for. And I'm not saying that I did. And I say, I'm saying that's courageous. You know, you felt your feelings, everything was on the line and you stood in a very courageous spot. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you. And it it cost me, you know, it really did. Like it's, but I will say what I, what at the end, what ended up happening was the gentleman, he's no longer alive. And, you know, and so, and I, but he ended up coming to me and apologizing and saying, Mm -hmm. had I not been behaving the way that I was behaving, you wouldn't have even been put on the spot to have to answer those questions. Mm. So he... Hmm? He took ownership of his re- of his behavior at some point. Yeah, yes, he did. Oh. He totally took okay. ownership of it, and it was it was interesting because um, his his the woman who was his manager told told him, well, one of the people that you work for has said that these are the things that are happening here, which really angered me because I was like, wow, this woman is the manager and she's she's a coward like the she's his manager and she's gonna Mm -hmm. say one of the people you work for said this Mm -hmm. she didn't name me Mm -hmm. but 
when she didn't name me, he had 40 people working for him. So then mm -hmm. he was in a place of like, well, who said it? Mm -hmm. And he, and he mm -hmm. brought that to me, not asking me. He mm -hmm. just was like, oh, somebody has told on me. Mm -hmm. And so I went home that night thinking, I could hold this and not say anything. Mm -hmm. I, could, I could not mm -hmm. say that it was me. Mm -hmm. And then everybody will be under threat mm -hmm. because he mm -hmm. will always be wondering who it was. <laughs> so the next day I went to work and said, I need to let you know that it was me mm -hmm. because the people that worked with us were my friends mm -hmm. and I didn't want to put any of them mm -hmm. in his line of fire. So I would say that was probably like that was the thing that was the most for me. Like that was am I gonna courageous? Still, that is still you standing in courage all the way through. You weren't trying to hide behind nothing. I did it. It's me. You got <laughs> something, come to me. Yes. And he probably was like, Oh, you know? Well, he, he came to me and screamed. He was angry. He and I we mm -hmm. cr I cried and it was mm -hmm. it was it was challenging. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. you know, like Today I can look back and say that was the goddess arising in me. Mm. That was mm. that was the goddess inside of me saying, "Be true to you. Don't mm -hmm. sacrifice your core because then you have nothing. Mm -hmm. If you can't stand on what you believe, mm -hmm. it don't matter who loves you. It mm -hmm. don't because I'm like I realize that. Like at the end of the day." we really have ourselves and that is it mm -hmm. and as women we don't we don't give ourselves permission to think of it that way don't get me wrong we are in community but when you go to sleep at night when you lay down and take your last breath ain't nobody doing that shit for you but you you gotta if, do it if women cannot begin to really own that level of mastery inside mm -hmm. of ourselves where we're not compromising ourselves and our energies and our beliefs to make somebody else feel loved mm -hmm. like but I, we all do it but so, even to avoid pain not even making someone else feel loved think like as siblings and i remember parents coming and that's the shame and blame who did it who broke this or who did that and everybody's not me what me you know they instantly go to that like avoiding to avoid the pain of whatever may come from emitting the behavior right right so yeah that's it that's that's all i got so okay. anyway that's, that's it that's good stuff that's good stuff that's good stuff so you were on it what 20 30 years ago as a young woman standing in it firmly you didn't just become this uh freedom fighter overnight <laughs> you've been in it no for quite I've always some time. been a rebellion mm -hmm. i was born this way but yes. you know like i'm not in this alone you're here too mm -hmm. right so mm -hmm. yes 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 i am here too that is correct mm -hmm. so i wanted to chat about and maybe there's some folks who are feeling stuck or helpless or unable to make the desired changes in their life and they may be intrigued by this goddess awakening that we're talking about, but they have absolutely no idea of how to get started or what to do or how practical or useful this can be in making quantum shifts in your life. Mm -hmm.
little little baby steps will end up make you'll look back in even a year and see you're in a completely different place what are what are your thoughts on that getting unstuck i don't know no, you tell me give me an example <laughs> okay so i would say right off the bat i resonate with that mm -hmm. because just at different stages in our life and when you become you know a grown-ass woman you you've lived life and so you have some experience under your belt it's not just based upon what other people have told you it's what you know and now as you look at your life and i would say women 35 40 50 grown women you know 40 and up you are looking at your life and you want to make sure that it counts and you get the gusto for you you don't want to just live your life for others which is how we've been taught to um just sacrificially give especially like i think the mother the mother archetype is just sacrificial yeah. giving yeah. and there's a piece there and time and place for that and yet and still we want to enjoy this incarnation but maybe you don't know how if you're stuck in a job that you hate or a relationship that is kind of um stifling or you just don't have any joy or play in your life yeah these are opportunities for you to start looking at things and start to make small changes so goddess technology is one of those places where we're looking at how to shift how to bring more joy how to get those things that you want by taking time to discover what it is, more pleasure in your life, how to open yourself up and give yourself permission to have daily pleasure. I mean, hello, these are transformational uh, opportunities and you can really get to unsticking yourself just by adding more joy, mm -hmm. just by adding baby steps is what I'm saying, baby steps your way mm -hmm. out of a stuck place. So is there something you can share like is there an example you have like when you were stuck and how you got unstuck mm -hmm. let me think and this is a big stuckness and i'm gonna i'll talk about it like this i i was in a, a corporate job for a long time i would say nine years mm -hmm. and it wasn't quite resonating with my my spirit in the way that I had bloomed. Mm -hmm. And in fact, every time I went there, I felt not just sad, but I just felt like it wasn't for me anymore. Mm -hmm. But part of me felt like it was, uh, what is the word? Not not an honor. You know how like, um, like when black people got free, white folks was like, you should just be happy that you're oh, free. You know what I mean? Yeah, like just, yeah. just grateful that you're here. Like yeah. part of me felt that narrative, which felt even more yucky. It's like, okay, I'm just grateful to be here, but it's more than just being at the table. If you're not fully immersed, if you're, if it's not what you, if you don't feel like it's a place for you to really bloom mm -hmm. into who you feel you are, then it's time for you to make some steps. Yeah. So the baby steps that got me to actually resign from that position and move myself on. And I'm, I'm really in the, I'm in, in this now. So this is, this is up for me because yeah. these changes just took place over the last three months, mm -hmm. but the steps really were, um, internal meditation, incredible radical self-love, affirming myself, knowing that my value has nothing to do with what I do or who I'm associated with work-wise or any of that. My value is innate. And so my goddess work and my goddess um, practice helped me have the courage 
yeah. to move myself out of that situation. It took it took courage to to move myself out of that. Whereas many folks would be like, "What you doing that for?" I'm like, "Look, I'm doing this so that I can breathe. I'm doing this so that I can stand in my truth. I'm doing this because I know my 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 livelihood is not based on any quote unquote job. I know that I can. I am a creator. I am." the one who creates my life and I, I'm choosing to create it in a different way. So baby steps. And then I stay in joy. I stay like dance gives me so much joy mm -hmm. in my life that I never really feel like, or whenever I feel stuck, then I move my body. Whenever yeah. I feel despair, I move my body. Whenever I feel too much sadness, I'm moving my body and that helps me not feel stagnant. So yeah. these are ways that I move my body with intention around certain things. So when we dance in my dance class on Wednesdays, we always set intention. And so for months, I was setting intention about that that uh, work situation in particular, to have the courage mm. to go ahead and take the steps necessary so that I can move my body out of that scenario. And so this is powerful. real talk. Yeah. Real yes. Talk. That, and I think that resonates with so many of us because many mm -hmm. of us go into these jobs and, and we outgrow stuff. It's totally normal mm -hmm. to outgrow mm -hmm. um, environments. It's, out, it's, mm -hmm. it's normal to outgrow mm -hmm. aspects of yourself. Let's mm -hmm. say it that way. There are aspects of yourself that may have aligned you to that job. There are aspects of ourselves that may have aligned us to these particular people. And then those aspects of ourselves transform. Mm -hmm. And then those jobs don't feel good anymore. And right. then those people don't feel good anymore. Right. Because but you because growing is natural and mm -hmm. normal. The challenge is that we we try to stick ourselves in situations like they're meant to be forever mm -hmm. or, you know, and our culture does that. Yeah. Like I, I, you, when we were on here the other day, you were talking about how you have been married and you have three children and how at some point you renegotiated the agreement within your marriage to fit who you have become. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know what I mean? And, and, mm -hmm. and so, I think that we have to know that because we are in a constant state of becoming, it's normal for us to change and to renegotiate things. And sometimes it's like if fruit stays on the vine too long, it starts to rot. You yeah. know, if you don't move it, it, it can get putrefied. If it doesn't have air around it, it can it can die right there in a place where it was born or where it grows or so I, yeah. I see it like that it's like it needs to be plucked and shifted and replanted right. <laughs> digested yeah and we have to do that ourselves nobody can do that for us correct nobody does that for us and how mm -hmm. you know to do that is because you pay attention you're living your body you pay mm -hmm. attention to how you feel you call your own name mm -hmm. I feel like many of us I know I've done it myself. We'll just be like, oh, you know, this relationship, something is wrong. And I'm just complaining about them. You know, like, what's wrong with him? What's wrong with him? What's wrong with him? Rather than going, well, what's going on with me? Mm -hmm. That something that used to be fine to me no longer feels aligned. Mm -hmm. And what do I need to do and become in order to shift this? Mm -hmm. And, you know, having the courage 
to name the things, to be honest, to be transparent, to not blame anybody, to not make mm -hmm. anybody else be the, um, the villain. villain. Uh-oh, are you there, Mom? I don't hear you. Okay, yeah. Do y'all hear Monique? Yeah, Monique, I'm I didn't here. hear you for a moment. What okay. did you say? I was saying just not making anybody else be the problem, like really understanding that we grow. And I feel like when we grow, the tendency is to finger point and make it be yeah. that somebody else is doing something. Yeah, but that's it's the not culture. Them. Yeah. Preschool, who did it? Who did it? At home with your siblings, who did it? Who did it? That's the shame and blame. Yeah. We grew up on that. Yes. So grown ass women, liberated pussies are taking responsibility for their shit, taking responsibility for what they create, taking responsibility for the scenarios that we find ourselves in. That we create. The scenarios that, that we, we create. create. Ashe, that we create. The yes. scenarios that we create. Because mm -hmm. that's that is this work. The goddess mm -hmm. technology work is to help us begin to learn mm -hmm. how is it that we are creating? Yes. How are we doing it? How are we creating? How like yes. you know, I have a situation going on and it's it's tearing my life apart. Mm -hmm. How is it that I created this? What is it right. that I did right. that got me here? Right. Not from blame, that but from like understanding that this is a creative universe. And it's, there were always things happening that were getting us to where we are. Mm -hmm. What is it that well, I did to create this? And you're saying curiosity. Let's get yes. curious. You know, we don't even have to get in a whole bunch of emotion about it. We might already be in emotion, but just get curious. Add that to what's going on. Yes. Get investigative about it. Yes. And this is down to like health things. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm having a health challenge right now. Like, I think this is one of my greatest pet peeves as a spiritual mm -hmm. person, as a spiritual person, as a person who teaches spiritual principles, and as a person who is just witnessing, is that we believe that health illnesses just happen to us. Yeah. We don't ask questions. We literally, you know, somebody's like, oh, I have cancer. Well, what are the behaviors that you've been practicing that created cancer mm -hmm. in you? Mm -hmm. What are the behaviors that are cre that created diabetes in you, right? right. We, we give ourselves permission in the areas of our health and body to be like, oh, it just happened miraculously. No, it did not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are things and be beliefs, behaviors, all sorts of things that took place for that sickness to become established in your system. Yes. And even when folks get the, the quote unquote treatment or the surgeries, if you haven't changed the cause, then all you're doing is prolonging it. It's just going to come back. Of course, it's going to come back because the cause is still there. The so, cause is still there. Yeah. And then they'll say stuff like, well, it runs in my family. So it could totally run out of your family with you if you really understood that. And we both understand this is highly triggering for free people because yeah. of how we've been trained. We've been trained that disease just happens. But again, we know, goddesses know, that all things are created and we're creating unconsciously. So how can we get conscious right. about this? So the magic is turned on to heal every condition, That's right. everything. 
Absolutely. We know people who have healed themselves from stage four cancer. They tell you there's no stage five, okay, with the implication that stage five is death or stage five is rebirth into being just healthy again. Yes. So yes. you have a choice about That's that. Right. We indigenously did not depend on the medical profession to heal us. We didn't depend on hospitals and things like that. No. And we were healthy as, as a result of that, healthier. That's right. You know, not mind they were stressing us out. They were stressing us out with racism and poverty and all that kind of stuff. So folks died of other stuff, but it wasn't because of, <laughs> you know, these modern illnesses. And cancer was relatively a young disease. Folks yeah, didn't have that thing five thousand years ago. Where did it come was, from? It was. That's right. Mm -hmm. it, it comes from our bodies being out of out of harmony, out of alignment. And, and I mean, it's. I mean, Adina and I do a practice together, which I love. That Adina taught me of harmonizing the divine masculine within and the divine feminine within, and this is the key to goddess technology. Mm -hmm. Like understanding that, as the goddess, you are the creator of all that is. Every human being on the planet, born out of a woman's womb. So that means that we have almost damn near ultimate power. Mm -hmm ultimate right like your thoughts ultimate what you think is going to come into existence and as i've been doing this work with you adina what i'm starting to see is my divine masculine like where i used to have a definition that is chaotic and destructive and so i would attract men who were destructive mm. men whose energies did not align with me because that was a deep rooted belief in my system mm -hmm. And now as I've been doing the work to really uproot that belief through loving myself, through radical self-love, like, okay, now I'm starting to see literally just like I'm, I mean, it's, it's so profound. Like my relationship to the masculine is starting to shift so I radically. That. I got to like, shake my rattle on that yay, yay. Mm -hmm. it really is but you know so you do you know women who are always going from one relationship to the next having the same experience with a different mm -hmm. person yeah and they're the common denominator and that's a whole that's a whole class right there of understanding that it's you it's not and, I, and i've been watching um what's this show insecure with Issa ray and them on yeah. um netflix uh -huh. And it's brain bubble gum, but that's what they do. They just go from goofiness to another situation of goofiness, not understanding how they attract and create all of that. And, and it's comedy, but recognizing it as such, it is, um, it's a problem if people are really functioning like that, you know? Yes. Well, people are really functioning like that because there was a time when I was functioning like that. You've been married a long time, so you probably didn't have that experience. But I have had the experience, and it's a. And when I started to realize it was me, mm -hmm. and it was hard to get that because I had to understand how reality worked to know, mm -hmm. like, oh, I am attracting the same type of person in a different human's body in a different every time. skin in same scenario skin. the mm -hmm. same scenario mm -hmm. and when i started looking at that and going oh that's me now i'm starting to have a different experience okay because i'm not 
pointing and blaming. I'm actually mm -hmm. leaning into it going, mm -hmm. what exactly is this? Mm -hmm. And the things that I see is that like, oh, I really had a profound judgment of my father. Like I really believed that he was a bad person. And so if you, because I had that judgment of my father and the father energy governs the 3D reality. So because I believe that I could only attract that same experience in my life. And wow. Now it's a completely different thing. I so, love that you recognize it was the father. I love that you taught that class about finding our fathers and finding our mothers and really healing that daddy wound. Yeah. Um, and even though you had taught that class, you were still having that experience. So this goes to show and just remind folks that even healing is not like a one and done kind of thing. Like, oh, I healed that back in 72 and now I'm great. It's like, you know what? You healed it for who you were then, but now you're different. And, and that feeling or that emotions at a different place in your experience, but it, it still needs some love. And so just understand it's concentric circles yeah. of healing. So I love, I love, love, love that you're getting it nuanced in a different way. Yes. It's really powerful too, because I feel like I'm beginning to see the greatest evidence of it mm. in my life with the ability to not behave the way that I used to. And that's not just my actions, but like I no longer obsess or overthink about romantic relationships the way that I used to. I'm no longer having anticipation for a man to be able to come and take care of me and whisk me off my feet. I don't have that stuff going on anymore. Like I'm very realistic about how I show up and what my expectations are. I'm not living in the mystery around romance any longer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who are you? What do you say you do? Mm -hmm. What is it? And because I know that it's all my reflection, right? Like it's just mm -hmm. changed everything, all of my ways of being, my expectations, my ability to communicate. Um, and because I now have my own business, that's a game changer also because I'm no, I don't, I'm not, inside of myself thinking that mm -hmm. a man is supposed to take care of me mm -hmm. because i was trained to believe that like they're supposed to be but now i know like that's all cultural stuff you know mm -hmm. so, anyway, so with that where can they find us adina unless you have anything else you want to no, I mean, I'm just thinking about that. And I'm thinking about what it had me think about when you said that was form function and the different choice paradigm and the different types of relating with the masculine and the feminine. Because, of course, we do have those relationships where there, but there's an equal exchange. And that's a piece we hadn't really talked about. There's always an exchange for something. It's not like something for nothing, but um, the feminine brings something. Her her energy is valuable. She raises a vibration. She's a multiplier of whatever you bring to her. She's going to expand it. So these are conversations for more podcasts. <laughs> but thank you for that, Mo, of just understanding how the harmony of your your masculine and feminine is resonating in such a yummy way inside your spirit. So thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. So as far as how to connect with us, you can catch the live podcast that we did, the tea time info session for goddess technology is in my link tree now. So if you click on that, you can see the video 
of the the free the intro yeah. to this work that we start on this Thursday. So I would recommend if you haven't seen that, or if you didn't join us last Thursday, is to take a look at that. And then also the link to join is below in my link tree as well. So get in here. We start on Thursday. This is an ongoing work, but this is a really great way to jump in and start to get some steps to unstick yourself and to get into the power that is innately of the goddess you can uh we start this thursday 7 p.m east coast yeah. time 4 p.m pacific coast time that's what 6 p.m chicago